Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here for Classic Loveline episode 569 from December 3rd, 1997, a Wednesday night show with guest Gavin Rossdale. He actually came on the show. And this is Gavin's first of two appearances. The band Bush was never booked uh, as a unit, just Gavin. He returns to the show in 2005 when Adam was absent. It's just Gavin and Drew. Gavin, I guess, filling in for Adam Carolla. Which does prove to be a better outing for Gavin than this episode. This is another one of these UK band interactions that possibly didn't go so well. Perhaps due to Gwen Stefani and her connection to Gavin, it possibly came with certain expectations about Adam and the content. Once again, decide for yourself if it was really that bad. This one is actually almost never mentioned by Adam or Drew. And this is a new complete merging of several fan files, mainly a Kevin tape, but we now have the complete show. If you've been listening to Classic Loveline recently, you've heard producer Ann mention that Gavin claims to be a fan of Loveline and heard a recent episode with Dr. Bruce and was scared that he had taken the place of Dr. Drew, who he actually admires, and didn't want to guest on the show unless Dr. Drew was still hosting it. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Cathwell on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Welcome with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Loveline's meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Gavin Rossdale is here tonight from Bush. Hello. Hello, thank you for showing up. Uh, deconstructed. What does that mean? <laughs> thank you for showing up, as we've been trying to get him for a while. Oh, I see. Also, he would look, he's on time, he's early. He's real early. And we have no guests that are that that, that polite and that uh, 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 <laughs> that keen, punctual. No, that just, keen. Just, just considerate, I think. Yeah, once in a while we have a guest show up early, but uh, that's just so they can get drunk before they go on the air. But um, right. what drew? No, it's okay. I've only, I'm only drinking Corona, so there's no chance of that. They'd have to drink a pony keg in the yeah. first hour to get any kind of buzz at all on that <clears> beer. <throat> Uh, Deconstructed is the name of the CD. It came out about three weeks ago, so I hear. And, Allegedly. Uh, it's all uh, all remixes of uh, other Bush songs, and uh, we'll hear something off of that because there's a song on that that's on the American Werewolf in Paris CD, mm. or uh, soundtrack, I should say, which is coming out when? End of December? Uh, the film. Yeah. Um, I think is about the twenty something or other twenty third, yeah, something like that. I don't know. And uh, that that is uh, the twenty fifth producer Anne has whispered in my ear, and that is a remake or at least a sequel to That's American it. Werewolf in London, which came out in like nineteen eighty three or four or something like that, right. st- starring the guy from the Dr Pepper commercials. <laughs> don't you remember that? Yeah. Do you did you see that movie, Drew? No. Okay, good. Drew has never seen a movie. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> There's a surreal quality to the show tonight, but uh, we'll get past that. There's something weird about the sound. Is that it? Yeah, Yeah, it's got a real tinny quality, something. I don't know what it is. Is it high in here? Maybe your mic or something. 
I don't know. I got All very right. strange sound. I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll uh, we'll go to some calls. Uh, we'll talk to Gavin. We'll uh, sort this out, and we'll hear something uh, off of Deconstructed. Freddie. Yeah. You're 16. Yeah. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, my girlfriend and I have uh, been in a committed relationship for about five months now, and um, we haven't had sex yet, but um, we uh, both decided that we want to. How old is she? Uh, she is also 16. Hmm. And um, we have made an appointment with uh, with the Planned Parenthood clinic, and I just wanted to get some advice from Dr. Drew about uh, birth control and like Depo-Provera. Geesh, this guy's great. Yeah, yeah you're you're, uh, you're taking a very scientific approach to this. Most people just get loaded and go into some van somewhere. <laughs> this right. is great. That's good. Yeah. Well, thanks. What What is it that she's interested in doing? Since it um, sounds like you're going to primarily focus on her contraception. Yeah, um, I'm going to be wearing a condom as well, but uh, we just want to take every precaution possible. Wow. Uh, you really, uh, the, the condom, have either of you been with anybody else ever? Uh, yeah, one other, one other person. She had been? No, I have I'm been. sorry, you've been, okay. She's, she's a virgin. And neither of you are at any other specific risk for HIV or any other? Um, no. All right. So, I mean, really, uh, the use of a condom, the safe sex, is a great, a great that you're doing it. It's uh, you know extremely safe that way, but may not be all that necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the contraception is obviously a major concern. Going to Planned Parenthood is a great idea. Certainly, making sure that she gets her health screening done, extremely important that she gets pap smears and things now that she's going yeah. to be sexually active. Well, what do you recommend for think, for first time? I think just the for pill. the first time out. What about Plain the Depo-Provera? There's a lot of side effects of Depo-Provera, and I, I would be a little concerned about giving somebody that the first time around. Cause That's women, uh, we, you get a shot, right? It's a shot it's every three first? months, and it's it's very effective, but there's a lot of mid-cycle bleeding, and a lot of mm-hmm. there can be mood disturbances, and the women sometimes don't like how they feel with that shot. Now, if they've never had any experience on these substances, it can be a little disconcerting, and there's no turning back with the shot. Yeah. And she's going to feel like that for three months if she takes the shot. Well, if she takes the pill, it's not like how she, how she feels. She can stop, switch pills, do other things. And, uh, and what about Norplant? Is that just for yeah, um, like know about that. felons and stuff? Do normal people take Norplant? Yeah, no, it always sure. seems to be uh, women who are forced by the state to take it and stuff like that. Well, it's you know if if somebody has trouble remembering to take a pill at certain time, same time every day, <coughs> it's something that can uh, obviate that responsibility. But again, I would sure prefer to see somebody on the pill first and doing well on that before you put them on something that's so that's less reversible. All right. You and um, also, um, she's a she's a smoker, and um, with that, she's that sixteen. A... Yeah, it's mostly for people in their older twenties and thirties. That's a significant issue. At her age, even for smokers, it's probably got more health benefits than risks. Frankly, so you're saying smoking is good? And I'm saying smoking smoking is bad, but it uh, affords no special risk. Uh, the, uh, I I actually worry more yeah, at this age anyway. I worry more about migraines, frankly, and those sorts of uh, mm-hmm. phenomenon. You mean from the pill? History of migraines. Does she have any history of migraines? Uh, no. All right. All right. You're fine, Freddie. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Good luck. Oh, uh, cool. Thanks a lot. And, uh, all right. Uh, you're you're going to be horrible, Freddie. Uh, be prepared for that. I'm going to be horrible? Yeah. Oh. But that's all right. You put okay. it behind you and you, you move on. Okay. I mean, not to another woman, just to another sexual encounter. Oh, okay. With the same woman, right? Yeah. All right, Freddie. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm probably not going to get another chance to be on the radio, so I just want to say, um, Erica, I love you. Take care of her. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's this girl's name? Erica. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> Seemed uh, I was a little unclear about that. Hey, uh, Gavin, yes, what uh, in England? Like here, we have Planned Parenthood. In a- yeah, England, what do you what do you have? Is everything uh, just um, no, delivered no, by no, the state? No, well, no, the English are far more kind of uh, uh, twisted and uptight, and uh, and and don't have this sort of openness. I mean, um, I think that it's uh, pretty commendable that someone approaches it like that. Um, 
I think that a combination of that with, as you were sort of, well, lust and, and, and desire is always an important part in that. So I, I, it's very good to be that prepared. I wish I'd been that kind of uh, together, maybe, when I was... Uh, but if you're in England and you're 16 and you want to get hold of... Uh, I mean, you can get hold of a condom or a... Um, what do you guys yeah, call we, it? Yeah, we even have restaurants there as well. Right. Yeah, I, I know people walk erect over there, and they have like um, they have transportation and everything. It's like a whole wow. culture going yeah. on over there. But uh, the food and dentistry are still lacking uh, behind this country. That's but do, never been but there. Do they that's have just access, my belief. Is, is but a, can you get the pill if you're a 16 year old yeah, girl? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Family planning clinics. Yeah. Of course. I mean, it, we're we're pretty well equipped. You know. It's all right. And people use them. It's yeah, not there's yeah, no yeah, barrier to. I mean, I think that the, the a uh, sixteen year old feel comfortable I walking think in there. The, 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 the people, um, uh, you know, there's certain areas of of our world, such as you know, certain uh, like the Pope, for instance. You know, he needs to talk about condom use more than the English. I think the English have got it down. I think that you well, strangely, as much Catholic as we church. talk about it here, and as much as people uh, are <clears> openly <throat> discussing contraception, uh, teen pregnancy is a phenomenal. Yeah, everywhere, but I mean, but you can't, you know, as you would know, you can't possibly have, like, uh, an idea that will uh, permeate through every level of society, you know, do you know what I mean? It's like people will make mistakes and people um, will continue to make mistakes is the way it goes. I think it's human nature, you know, how much can you, in England we had very, you were discussing about AIDS and stuff, and you have huge campaigns they launch, you know, to counter AIDS and stuff, but I mean, you know, you, you have very irresponsible behavior from 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 people concerning that you know in every community so just i think human nature it's really difficult to control people mm. right that's why we need a big island we can uh, put out every irresponsible person on it they don't have to uh, what do we call it australia yeah hey that's good okay is there such a place <laughs> yeah they got plenty of room chris hey you're 14 i drew with a penal colony joke everybody it's first and last of the night you're 14 Okay. Um, Drew, I haven't heard anybody really call in about toad licking. No, I've talked about it over the years, but nobody's really called in about it. Toad licking. Toad, yeah, licking. Like, toad what, licking, yeah. What is a uh, Hold on. That's not a, you know, euphemistic <laughs> phrase. That's actual licking a frog. That's putting your tongue there, on a frog. There is a Sonoran toad that has... Is a, that a cooked frog? No, it's a living frog. They're big, and they're down in Sonora, and they're in Arizona, and they uh, excrete uh, a, a mucus from their eyeballs. That when dried and smoked, I know who, what what compelled the first person to do this, and or licked, uh, but they actually That's volatilized like, uh, it. The, the first guy who couldn't uh, find a reaming stick for his bong to <laughs> scrape the resins uh, saw that toad and decided if we can to try smoke, to eat it. Uh, the mucus that is uh, produced by his eyeballs, perhaps we can get off somehow. It's incredible. I mean, I, well, it's bad enough to think what made somebody lick the stuff in the first place to see what it did to them, but uh, what caused them to dry and smoke it. I, I think it's kind of more interesting to think about what they tried and failed with in the first place. Oh, please. Place. I don't think oh. about it. <laughs> that would be weird. But um, I was kind of wondering, like, what the side effects are. It's a, it's a strong psychedelic like LSD. You drown, because they only uh, see it. The I've never seen it used. I've seen descriptions of people on it. To me, it, it seems to have some atropine-like effects. It slows the heart rate down, causes low blood pressure. I suspect, so it's rarely performed, but I suspect it may cause death through lowering the blood pressure and the pulse rate. It certainly causes a very profound psychedelic uh, uh, hallucination experience that could potentially cause some disturbance in the mood centers of the brain. It's the same as, it's the same as but LSD. But you, you right? may have some problem with some center in the brain, 
if you, in fact, go out chasing a frog with your tongue out. Yeah. You've got to be pretty quick to catch one. That's true. Yeah, you have to have the gecko-like tongue in order to uh, get off on the toad personally, eye. since I'm on the show and have been here... Yeah, you have to have the Gene Simmons tongue. You have to be able to, you know, if you're that quick and you can catch up without, you should be concentrating on athletics as opposed to worrying about getting <laughs> That's high. Our, that is a very positive message. <laughs> I heard if you gave a uh, gecko lizard a rim job, you could oh. get some... Form of um, high off Co of that, or, true, or, a that? or a college scholarship? <laughs> is that what true? What are you talking about? Oh, please! I'm uh, so proud of you tonight, Brian. Yes. Hey, you're 26. Yeah. By the way, my clock is going back towards normal. Like a Gavin from Bush. Yeah, Drew's uh, lost interest in the show. Uh, only 12 minutes into it tonight. I have a question for Dr. Drew. I have a two-year-old son that uh, has this thing about mounting furniture around the house, particularly when he's watching TV. He'll just, uh, he'll be sitting there watching TV and just, it looks like he's humping the furniture. And I'm curious as to, you know, why a, a two-year-old would be doing something like this and, you know, if there's going to be a future problem, am I going to have to watch him when he turns 16 or? Mm, no. Uh, Drew doesn't buy this call, well, do you? Well, I just don't think his attitude kind of, mm. What's wrong with you, Brian? Uh, nothing. Okay. I'm just concerned about my kid. All right, I, I think that, look, uh, Young male and female humans uh, do a lot of exploration of that part of their body. Yeah. And, and they, I had a friend who used to have sex with a beanbag chair. No, they don't have sex with anything. No, he had not, sex with the yeah, beanbag chair. Yeah, he was 16, chair. but that's fine. But at well, two... 15 and a half. And yeah. That, because he, he'd pull the zipper down a little bit and get to that um, foam packing inside, all those little uh, foam balls. And it was like a, a, still the best woman he's ever had. He still says that. He's like 35 now. Um and so it's for them to explore, and they, they do a lot of manipulation of that area is totally normal. And it feel, they have interesting experiences with that. They're not having orgasm. They're not having a sexual experience. They're just having a neurologic exploration. And it, uh, provided the child is not being sexualized, that there's no adult sexual... Uh, Could you, should, you, should you deter the child from doing no. this? Do you think I mean, you should uh, no, reprimand you, them? No, you're, response, you're, you're, the, you're the representation of society in the home, and you've got to sort of teach them oh, what man, is and is not scary. appropriate. But you don't, you don't make them feel bad for it, and you don't teach them that it's the wrong thing to do. You just say, well, you know, this, we're, we're trying to watch TV, and this bothers us, this, or don't do this outside. Just, just well, he doesn't, like, particularly, like, he doesn't, of course, you know, he's only two, so he doesn't really have a conscience of it, but... Uh, like, you know, people will be coming over to the house, you know, to visit and stuff. And, you know, we'll be sitting here watching TV, and there he is. Well, there's a lot of... Uh, I, say, I say don't watch TV. Yeah, right. There's a lot of exhibitionism. You should be reading to him from the Bible, Brian. There's a lot of exhibitionism around that age, as Adam witnessed in my house when he came around when my kids were about two and a half, three. Oh, I thought you were talking about your wife. Uh, yeah, the kids were naked, too. They, the kids... Uh, I went over to Drew's house. Uh, show Gavin. I did. He, 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 oh, had, did. he had an unusual reaction. I, I, I've never, I've rarely had a, a young male react with such enthusiasm. Yeah, and genuineness about. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the reaction that most people have. Uh, Drew has these beautiful angelic triplets, as, as you've seen. Uh, the, when he hands over the wallet, um, women get hold of the picture and they just go nuts. They just fawn. Oh my God! Oh, they're angels! Oh, oh! And then guys go, Hey. Ooh, and they're, now they're on to the uh, driver's license. Yeah, right. Middle name's Elliot. <laughs> well, that's something. Born in 59, what do you know? Here you go. Uh, right, I'm uh, passing out the women real fast. Right, uh, but the women go nuts, but uh, Gavin, that's a good sign. Yeah. That means you'll probably uh, be a good father. Do you have any kids? Uh, not that I know of, no. Okay. No. 
All right, but I don't um, think I do. I, I think you'll be. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And well, I, I would vouch for how <coughs> certainly the little girl is so cute. Okay. You be so proud. Of Drew's uh, Drew's kids are, are beautiful, Paulina. But uh, when I went over for dinner, they were running around naked uh, the whole time, and <coughs> I felt uncomfortable. Not because it was your problem. They were naked. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm sure it is. I, I mean, not not because there were naked children in my presence, but because their dad was is sitting across the table and their mom and I felt like if I looked at them it was uh, they'd think I was some kind of pedophile or something right, right. is this becoming too cathartic Drew? No, that is the... you know what I'm saying all right I'm having cold chills and then they were jumping off this big high platform and rolling all around the carpet and I couldn't eat because I thought they were going to hurt I mean, themselves you know that's where like the whole repression thing must come into play that that certainly where that guy is I mean he says why is his kid sort of uh, pushing himself against the furniture basically because it feels good yeah. and he's discovering what his little body can do that works yeah he can't he can't const you know put it into any context no meet, no no he's so just he exploring he doesn't get laid he just feels no nice. it is not a sexual so, in the way yeah, the adult so things have experienced the, the scary thing is is when you know uh, this guy's problem was really about how he could deal with it in front of his friends who came round. Yeah, and it's and, and notice it was really what's strange. what's wrong with my kid. Yeah, and so so for mm -hmm. him it's all about you know how he has to deal with that, which is understandable, I guess. But uh, well, that'd be the dangerous thing. Really. I, I was when when Adam was a little bit uh, taken aback or a little 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 uh, sort of edge of uh, judgment about him for allowing our kids to run without clothes on. I was pissed off at Adam. Oh, you are. Sure. Well, screw you. They should have been wearing something. Well, it was they're, they're, they're in the exhibitionist phase. They're doing their thing. All right. They shouldn't have been having dinner well, at the house. Uh, yeah, the that's what I'm saying. You invite somebody over for dinner, and then the kids uh, just it was like Lord of the Flies over there. That's a funny one, isn't it? <laughs> what are you going to do? They're He's not very, very sympathetic. As well, you know? No, Gavin, you're not sympathetic to my plight at all. No, 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 I'm not. A Amber. <laughs> yeah? <clears throat> you're uh, 14. Yeah. You're on with the unsympathetic Gavin Ross. Oh, hi, guys. Hey. Um, hi, Gavin. Hello. Um, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Um, well, I'm really, really nervous. Okay. Um, I was just calling to say hi to Gavin and tell him that, to me, he is like my god. I, I think, I don't know, I just, I'm so in love with you. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I, that, I meant to reply, so thank you. Uh, that's very, that's very sweet of you. Um, do you think it'd be inappropriate if you ran around naked at age 14? Yes. Okay. <laughs> But it's not inappropriate for you to be having these sorts of feelings. And, and let me say something, Amber. Mm -hmm. Gavin is tall. <laughs> I am too. I'm five nine and a half. Um, Fourteen. Yeah. Gavin, it must be the wow. tallest guy from England uh, I've ever met. <laughs> All guys from England. He's are, got straight teeth. Too. Are short. His teeth. He's are not from straight. England. <laughs> You're not from England. No. Someone must. No, have... I'm from Scotland. Half English, half Scottish. So they. Oh, okay. So that must uh, you must have got Scottish That's teeth it. or something, and um, and uh, strong teeth, yeah. English legs. But uh, Gavin is tall, which is always a little disappointing to me because whenever they're these uh, good-looking uh, heartthrob type guys, the, they're usually little guys. I don't know why it is, but if you you take a look throughout history, the uh, Davy Joneses, Robert and, uh, is Robert Redford short? Isn't he? All right, yes. Paul, Paul Newman. He's a very short guy. Okay, and we had uh, Joey Lawrence in, in here. The uh, all the little girls like him, and he's a little guy. So I always say I'm taller than they are. It's a vindication for you, right? Because I have to cling to something. Right. But Gavin, what are you six two, six three? Uh, I think yeah, at least. No, oh. <laughs> Jesus, an animal. He could probably uh, uh, take both of us, Drew. Amber. Yeah. Would you like to say anything else to your God? Uh, will you marry me? Oh, uh, 
Oh, I'm I'm kind of spoken for, really. You don't I, have to answer that. And take out the kind of bit, but yeah. Like when, uh, whenever my friends think of me, they think of Gavin right away because I'm just like known for loving you. So oh. I just want to tell you that. Good. Well, I'm. Um, that's. What can I say? There's nothing to say to that, really. That's incredible. I have your video. I think it's really cool. Oh, good. Alleys and Motorways. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've seen it like ten and a half times, and I got it on Saturday. Cool. It's really dope. All right, Amber. Thank you. Um, Thank you. See keep ya. your love up. And don't do that thing where you switch to uh, some other celebrity in like three oh, years. <laughs> Never. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because that's what, uh, you know, they're on to you, and then they move right on to... Um, I don't know, Costner or somebody. Girls. Yeah, the Spice Girls. They go, they get into an alternative sexual phase, and they go for the Spice Girls. I, I, I think you should have to commit. That's why I still want to marry Adrian Barbeau, because I made a commitment to Adrian Barbeau when I, was, when I was in, like, 1972, yeah. when I was eight years old. And I don't care how old or saggy she is. I don't care what she looks like. I want Adrian Barbeau before I die. And if her people are listening... Uh, she off. Oh, oh, would you imagine her as a guest in the show? That would be hysterical. Well, I think we could do it. Do you know Adrian Barbo is? No, I don't. She's um, she was on a sitcom uh, in like 1972, and she's done a lot of bad B movies and stuff. But uh, very chesty. All right, Drew, you want to uh, sell the hell out of the next call? I think the whole panel is questions for Gavin. It is. It is. Except for one piercing question. All right. We'll uh, we'll take that. We'll get more from uh, Gavin. We'll uh, hear something off the deconstructed CD, and it'll be all after this. BlindsGalore.com wants you to know what custom means. It means the perfect shader blinds for you. It'll fit perfectly into your window. These aren't cut up with a saw by someone hoping to make them the right size. They are hand-built from scratch specifically for your windows. BlindsGalore.com is a pioneer of custom window treatments, and they've covered over 2 million windows. They know exactly how to get it right. Do not bother with the stress of going out to a store. With BlindsGalore.com, you can do it all yourself. And their expert customer service team is happy to walk you through the process, designing your new custom blinds or shades. They're there to help every step of the way. That's right. Blinds and shades can make a room feel brand new. You can look to update a room. This is how you can do it. They'll give you an amazing product, and you will save money. Blinds Galore makes it easy to get the custom blinds and shades you've always wanted in your home. Go check out BlindsGalore.com and let them know I sent you. That is BlindsGalore.com. Hey, this is Pat Boone. You and I are listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, well, from uh, Pat Boone to uh, Gavin Rossdale from Bush. That's Loveline. That is Loveline. Although it probably takes about a year and a half to... <laughs> All right, Anne's listening. She's a good man. Uh, I'm Adam Carolla. It's Dr. Drew. Gavin is here. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Drew? Yep. All right. When you're I thought uh, we were going to go, I thought we were gonna go to a song here. Yeah, well, let's just take a, let's take a call. Let's go. We'll then uh, play the song. Star? Yeah. You're 17. Yeah. Um, this is for Gavin, but I just want to say to Adam and Drew, I love you guys. I listen to Loveline religiously every night. Thank you. And, um... I just want to say that I listened to Bush for over three years, and I've seen you guys twice, and the last time I saw you was in, I was in Seattle, and it was June 17th, and me and my best friend waited outside for 12 hours in the rain to get him first, but it was totally worth it. And um, I even named my kitten Winston, and um, I was hey, Mike, Mike, uh, Gavin's mic's not working. Hello? Yeah. Hold on, there you go. Hello? Yeah, Sorry for bugging you, Mike. That's good. I wonder, maybe it's not, hasn't been on the whole time. Yeah, I told you. I've added it nothing hasn't. anyway. I told Drew what, just to wait until the commercial, and we could go in there and politely <laughs> ask sorry, him to turn it on. Sorry, what did you say? You sorry, named your baby. No, my, no, my kitten. 
kitten. Oh, I thought you said you're a kid. I was like, no, cool. my kitten. Oh, that's cool. But um, I was just wondering. Um, first, are there going to be any more singles off Razorblade Suitcase? No, I think that's uh, as records go. Um, it's a bit like a shark. It's got to keep moving, and what we have here is a dead yeah. shark. Are so you going to have any more like bush bush CDs? Not like, like yeah, um, yeah. Next year when I go write them. As soon as okay, I finish cool. this show, I'm off to write some records. Yeah, me too. With Gavin. <laughs> we're, we're finally going to collaborate. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'm going to smoke pot and masturbate while Gavin uh, creates. It's a bit spar. Yeah. And also, um, I heard that Bush was supposed to do like MTV Unplugged. Whatever happened to that? They, they asked us to do that, and we were going to do it, but I just figured that I, I thought that it was spreading it all a bit thin, and, and the way that the show used to be something special about it, I felt that it had been overdone. And I didn't want And I'm supposed to say that my best friend, Laura, hi, and she is in love with Dave. Oh, and good. So I just love you guys. And I was I'm just so trying to make a good point, but that's cool. All right, Star. Yeah, go ahead and finish your No, 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 that's fine. No, that's fine. My now, point you, was You're saying that, uh, like, it was kind of cool at the beginning when they were doing Unplugged with, you know, Eric Clapton or whoever, and now they just finished doing one with Quiet Riot, and you Did guys they? didn't want to come on after that. Or uh, or someone like I that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's doing it. It just seemed that it was it was it it seemed less special, so I stopped that. So well, I didn't do it, but I, you know, n never say never. Right. Right. We saw Bush and Gavin, of course, yeah. at the MTV Movie, Movie Awards. Awards. Right, we right. could barely see him because uh, Drew and I had forgot our opera glasses. <laughs> and, they put uh, us in the rafters. We'd sat, they had us in bleachers that were so far back there that... People thought we were that doing the, a bit. That was the movie star night. That was the movie star night. Right. And uh, I couldn't believe how big Jim Carrey was. And in fact, at night, Ellen Barkin stared at me. Oh, really? And smiled. Yeah, it made my night. Uh, it was pretty cool. She's an amazing woman. I uh, I can't figure out whether I'm attracted uh, to her or not. Of course you are. I am? Of course you are. Okay. That's ridiculous. Well, that's it. I was sort of on the fence, but Gavin pushed me over. <laughs> To the other side of it. Anything else uh, well, Alan you Barkin need to determine on Al's behalf? Uh, he has a lot of things he's kind of iffy about. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I wouldn't know, but as far as Ellen Barkin goes, you'd have to be crazy. You know, well, she's, she's got a, sort she's of a everything. masculine features to her. Who is she? Excuse me. Ellen Barkin, Sea of Love. Mm. Uh, Don't mention that. Don't name it any movies, okay. Uh, okay. unless her father she's was an amazing a doctor. A an actress, you know, a really, really brilliant actress. She's, she's, a, she's a blonde, One of the very few. dynamic woman. Who's uh, she's she's very striking looking, but she has some sort of masculine features to her too. Name a couple of movies. Uh, Big one. Uh, she did that like switching jobs, or <laughs> I don't know what it was. She became a man. Yeah, she was like a woman who became a man and became uh, a woman again. Or what the hell was that called? Uh, switching vaginas, or uh, or something like that. I I can't think of the name of that one. She's done a whole bunch of movies, right? Uh, oh, please. You see, and I have to deal with this every night. You get to go out in the real world and uh, converse with people who um, are, are kept up in pop culture, but I have uh, Doctor Drew. All right. Anyway, so uh, she gave you the eyeball. People are generally calling up to speak to him. So what are you complaining about? All right. Now you really uh, shut everyone's mic off. I'm very upset. I, I thought I've, we bonded. I've, I've been on all the show. I'm not even on. Annie. Annie. Yeah. You're 16. Okay. Um, Adam and Drew, I think you guys are. You do a lot of wonderful things for people. But. And I think you're great. And, and I have a question or a, something to say to Gavin. But I also have a question for you. For you two. All right. Go ahead. So, um, Gavin. Mm hmm I think that. Um, I think you have a wonderful band. I think your music is very uplifting. Good, thank you. Not in the way that um, 
so much like Bob Marley or Sublime is, but, you know, in the way that <laughs> right. it really means something to sure. somebody. Good. And people can really relate to it. Is that the first time that Sublime and Bob Marley have ever been put in the same sentence? I would think it was, but that's cool. Good. I well, love Bob Marley. I don't know much about Sublime, but cool. Oh, they're... My girlfriend loves them. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, um... She played with them, I think, one time. I don't know. Yeah, there's a... Probably. She was friends with them. There's a, um... Track on one of the records that I played together. But anyway. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I think Swallowed... Swallowed is a song that made me totally fall in love with your band. I, it was... It really changed me. You know, it, like, um... I was... I realized that I was really struggling to, um... Be like everyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um the whole crowd and I just wanted to be like everyone and I and I heard the song and I started to to think about it my whole mentality and I and I um actually changed the way I thought about myself and I started being more myself great and well, it was really great. incredible the way uh, just one song could do that and it really affected me so I just want to thank you for making such thoughtful music did you have a question Annie yeah. that was perfect what was the question way, it was very nice but yeah Anyway, um, I smoke a lot of pot, yeah. and uh, because I'm pretty depressed a lot of the time, yeah. um, and it really helps, you know. So, but I, my dad's—that's where the Bob Marley reference came in, right away. <laughs> uh, my dad's very strict about that. He is, um, you know, he, he really, you, really is really important for. If you were All depressed, right. oh boy, why don't you get some help with the depression? I mean, marijuana is not a treatment for depression, and it's well-known, although it works initially and periodically, it's well-known to make depressions ultimately worse. Mm -hmm. So why don't you get some help for the depression? I mean, if you're really thinking differently about yourself and having more value in who you are, take care of yourself. Gavin, you've got to write another song and get her out of this funk. <laughs> got to include the word Zoloft. The title should be Zoloft. Yeah. Zoloft! <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, please take care of yourself. Don't don't rely on illicit substances well, that are not. I've tried to drop the habit, and I can't. Well, but that maybe when you go get help, part of that will be giving you ways of managing the compulsion to use marijuana. Okay, uh, deconstructed is the name of the CD. We're going to hear something off it. Uh, this is the cut, I believe, that's going to be on the American Werewolf in Paris. Uh, movie soundtrack, which will be out in about three weeks, which Drew will make sure not see, so that uh, when any kind of discussion comes up about the Bush, the movie, or the soundtrack, he can sit there with that grouper face blowing bubbles out of his mouth. This one, his mouth.
would be Mouth off of Deconstructed. Hey, I like that song. I didn't know that song was that song. You know when you have that experience? Sure. No, I didn't know that song. I, I, I hear that song on K-Rock all the right. time, and I like it. I had no idea it was called Mouth. Uh, I didn't know it was from Deconstructed. Uh, I, I didn't even know I it was from Bush. Uh, I just said, hey, that guy sounds familiar singing it. Okay. All right. So a uh, little uh, pleasant, happy surprise for me. That will uh, be on the uh, America Werewolf in uh, Paris uh, soundtrack. But you anyway. Can, you can get it already on the Bush uh, remix album. Right. Deconstructed. Tee hee hee. Yes. All right. You got a plug. That's why I'm here. All right. Uh, we're going to go to break. We'll come back. We'll uh, talk to Gavin, and we'll talk to you. I don't think they're... Tommy John underwear. Guess who's wearing his Tommy John T-shirt right now? I'm wearing the underwear. Upgrade. I was looking for my underwear, Prove and then I realized it. Jerry had stolen them. <laughs> Up, you upgrade everything. You upgrade the cards. You upgrade the phones. You upgrade. Think about the TV. Think about the TV you were watching when you're wearing your old school underpants versus oh, now. What a dark image that mm -hmm. is. Literally. Me in the underpants and the That's TV. That's right. How about you upgrade your uh, underwear, shirts, socks, everything. Expertly crafted, luxurious fabric, maximum breathability. It's like wearing an undershirt is just like wearing two shirts or wearing boxer shorts. is like just wearing shorts under your shorts. Right. Tommy John is under apparel. So it's the best. It's the best you've ever worn. And they have a guarantee. Go to TommyJohn.com now. Check out their complete line of underwear, undershirts and socks. It just you go there and you do what me and Gary did. You just you throw out all the rest of the stuff. You yeah. just you get rid of the old stuff. Just clean out your entire drawer. It's the best. I mean, this stuff, you put it on, and it never moves. I mean, boxers bunch up every 25 minutes. This stuff, you put it on one time, it stays where it was the whole day. Use the promo code ADAM. Get 20% off your first order, so you want to go big. That's promo code ADAM, 20% off, TommyJohn.com. Really just the best. Oh, sorry. All right, just uh, chatting it up with uh, Gavin Rossdale from uh, Bush, and here comes uh, producer Ann with the lovely coffee. Thank you very much, yeah. Uh, Deconstructed is the name of the CD. It is uh, out. It is uh, Bush songs that have been uh, remixed, and uh, this is Love Line. I'm Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. And back to the phones we go, Lara. It's Lara. Lara. I'm sorry. All right. Um, I had a question for Dr. Drew. Yep. Um, I was interested in getting my body pierced, but I'm not really big your, into pain. Your body pierced? Yeah, I what wanted to mean? get my tongue and my belly button pierced at the mm. same time. I was wondering mm -hmm. if that could put my body into shock. Hey, do they cut you any kind of deal for that? Mm. I mean, if you Ball do it rate? on the same day? Yeah. Um, no, not really. Package. <laughs> yeah, it would seem like, yeah, yeah like when you uh, order cable. You know, if you get the Showtime and the HBO uh, and the Cinemax, uh, then it's only like, you know, four bucks a uh, channel or something like that. You may want to look into that. I, I don't know whether they do multiple piercings or not. Again, you got to realize that the medical profession is is uh, one giant step removed from the people that actually do this stuff. Uh -huh. I, I because right. of they leave it to the junkies and the uh, unemployable. Because, well, because we literally uh, couldn't legally do it. In spite of it, surgeons couldn't do this because it has it's not medically appropriate. I bet a surgeon might be able to pull it off. But what about plastic legal, surgery? Legally, is, uh, legally, know, what about a boob job? Is that medically appropriate? But I'm just saying that. Uh -huh. Well, Thank I, you. it may become uh, a sort of a medical procedure, but it really has a questionable legal propriety associated with it now. And I'll tell you what, I don't know whether they do two of them at once or not, but each added piercing at different locations, I would think, would just add the increased risk of, of complications. Belly button apparently is one of the more common ones to reject, and it can get infected. 
Uh, tongue scares the hell out of me. I worry constantly that people are going to pierce the uh, lingual artery, which can uh, cause your tongue to swell up and include mm, the airway. Right. Which I don't believe actually exists because, Drew, you worry like hell about that, but no one it never ever happens. seems to yeah, do it. Yeah, it never happens. Well, you know, remember when they did it? We, we, had oh, done as, we saw had a guy get his uh, penis pierced and a young girl uh, mm. get her uh, tongue pierced. And they transluminate the tongue and they actually look for the artery. They actually make sure that they uh, localize it, but I still worry that some little tributary could be nicked and woof. Oh, okay, and there's never any anesthetic involved. I no. I can't believe that. Yeah. Uh, Miles had a question for Gavin. Sure, I could I could help you on that one if you wanted, but it's up to you. I don't know if you want me to. Yeah, I just want to see you rock at the forum on June seventh. I saw you there. Oh, good. And I love your music. You're just the greatest. I swear. Thanks. Can I? Can, do you want any advice from me? On oh. that one? No, about the piercing. What, did you, about the what, piercing. what do you think about that? Well, I, I would say that, that, um, that speaking personally from experience, um, many years ago I thought it would be really pretty cool to get my uh, to get myself pierced. And uh, and um, it was funny because everyone was saying, oh, my God, as soon as you get one piercing, it's just like a, it's like a river. You know? Why? You just want to get loads more done, like negative as far as my body's concerned. And I really didn't enjoy it. What did you get pierced? Uh, stomach. But I would say that... Um, that maybe you should just try one, my, uh, one at a time, and one see time? see how they go. If you really want to do it, and really, I would say that that um, that if you had to choose between the two, that you should start with. Uh, with I would start with your tongue to see because because I think that's the most hardcore one, and I think that that finds out if you really want to do it. And certainly, what do you think people are up to? Well, what about her genitalia then? If we're going to just go that direction, I think that can be very pretty. But, oh, you do? Uh, but, uh, sure, but uh. I think that it's a... Uh, well, uh, I, I certainly think that coming in one at a time is just is far more... How, how, can you, do you have better. any insight into why people do this? No, my sister, my younger sister, had her tongue done, and she just couldn't speak. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she couldn't speak for so long. She's and then she got it done, and after clanking around, she just uh, kind of took it out. It just depends what kind of person you are. Me, personally, my body was just like, get out. You know, it just couldn't contain it and i'm too i'm a natural fighter and my body is not that passive to allow metal to be put through it and live with it it just doesn't want it so i couldn't i wasn't into that but but if it's you know if it's important to you i'd try that and at least the point about it is and why i know that dr drew was going oh my god the, the tongue but i would say that that certainly uh you know it, you get your stomach done and then taken out that it scars but if you don't want anyone to see the kind of mistakes you may have made unless it is something you really want to do you no one will see it anyway so that's cool i uh that's I, the reason behind it it's a, an anti-scarring method i'm giving you tom Hi, how's it going? Good, you're 21. Wow, how's it going, man? All right, been drinking some coffee tonight, Tom? Oh, well, they call me Twitchy. I'm pretty friggin' gone. Either way, I got a quick question for Gavin, and I got a real big question for you and Drew. Mm-hmm. First of all, Gavin, you, uh, you guys are like the coolest band ever. I saw you guys in Tucson a couple of years ago. Kind of matched you guys for not playing last year, but I saw you guys with Goo Goo Dolls and, uh, and No Doubt. <laughs> Which I want to say, you have a very cute girlfriend, my friend. I, I know. <laughs> Either way, uh, quick question for you. Are you guys going to play Tucson this year? You only played Phoenix last year. Um, I don't know. But when this coming year... He's uh, from England. He doesn't even know the difference between yeah. like Boston and Tucson, <laughs> much less Tucson and yeah. uh, Flagstaff. Bloody Americans think I, I don't even know the difference between Tucson and... Uh, what's the other one? Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix. That's just Phoenix. one big desert. Yeah. Okay. It's one well, big nuclear we'll try, test we'll site try. over there. <laughs> okay. Well, here's my question. The big one. Um, okay. I'm in college, 
And uh, when I went home one summer, or last summer, for one, just one week, I met a, a someone through a mutual friend. And we started going out. And uh, it's always been a long-distance thing, because she lives in my hometown, and I live in Tucson, which is just where the university is. And so we've never been, like, you know, really close, and we still don't have much time to really meet each other, you know, get to know each other well. And uh, she's in the Army now. She even left, and now she's even farther away. She's not even in the same state anymore. And over Thanksgiving... Wait a minute. I, I want to say something for a second. It just popped in my head. Okay. Every Is there a time, <laughs> every, No. That, that, that's going to be the second thing that pops in my head. But uh, I, wanna, I just thought about this. Every time somebody joins the Army, they always move immediately. They ship out immediately. Right. That's uh, why people join the Army. People who live in Biloxi uh, come out to um, San Diego, yeah. and people live in San Diego, immediately ship out to Biloxi. Yeah. To, to, why can't uh, you just stay where you are when you join the Army? Can't they? Uh, don't they have some sort of base in each town? Yeah. Certainly yeah. 10 years ago yeah, they, they did. Why does everyone have to just swap all over the place? Something to do with mind control. Yeah, I think they're trying to get you away from your parents, right. your huggy blanket, right. and right. Uh, your best friend's sister. Because yeah. they immediately, everyone joins up and moves somewhere. And they don't go anywhere any better. Or uh, doesn't even seem to have a facility that's uh, there that their town didn't have. They just go. Mm -hmm. I, I think we're paying for that, too, Drew. Could be. Okay. Let's get back to the question. So, Tom? Okay. The well, question. Way, Real quick. On Thanksgiving night, uh, I came down, and there's another woman I went to go see. And uh, we've kind of, like, wanted to be together for, like, the last five years. But she got married right before I, I left to come to college when I first came. Mm -hmm. I, I've been up in Tucson for a while going to school. And... Uh, She's not married anymore, but that night uh, we ended up, you know. All right, I, I, I'm not nasty, shall we say? I, I'm and not. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of long distance relationships when people are in college. But uh, okay, that's, that's okay. Very variable. But do you think I should tell my girlfriend we have I an think, open relationship? I think you ought to end that relationship. What do you mean you have an open relationship? Well, before she left, we agreed that we would be able to see other people as long as we told right. each other. What's that? As long yeah. as you told one another, That's right? fairly yeah, ridiculous. That is totally her ridiculous. My boyfriend, like, really, really messed her up, and uh, he the, re the way he did it was sleeping around on her. All right. Well, you're doing like, the same oh, thing. The whole thing. I'm not like this. This is the well, first time I've ever she's forced you to be like it. There you go. Yeah. You are now. Uh, All right, listen, I'm Tom. Well, you should figure out if you like her, and if you like her, you should, you should think about her as much as yourself, and telling her is maybe something to do with yourself, so... I don't know. I'm not advocating lying, but I'm just saying, I work am. out if you really like her. Mm, I'm not advocating lying, but I am a staunch supporter of not telling the truth, which is uh, slightly different. I'm even a more stronger supporter of telling the truth and being respectful of, of her and not harming her and being realistic about this relationship and letting it well, die a I painless think, death. I think, he breaks now, I think they break up because yeah. obviously he's not that interested. He doesn't have to harm her by telling her. He doesn't her. have to yeah. tell her. No, but he has on. to break up, and if there comes a time when the circumstances are better for that relationship, then so sure. this is a bit difficult in a minute to say you should break up with someone. Yes. No, we we're geniuses. We can do this. We're, we're God. <laughs> That's we're right. Well, you're God, at least. God. Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, my question is, uh, I'm um, I'm 20. My girlfriend is uh, 17, and she's now three months pregnant, and I'm kind of looking for some advice. Uh, that kind of things to look for and uh, things I should do. Do you have any legal problems here? Uh, no, no legal problems, no. Do you understand what I'm asking? Yeah, her parents are actually involved. Are you going to get married? No, we're not married yet, no. Are you going to get married? Uh, we're planning on getting married uh, probably next summer. That's well, great, then. Yeah, what's what's the why the wait? Uh, well, for one, she's uh, I'm helping her finish school. Yeah. Yeah. they got to get a sitter. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 
and it's just I'm I'm really busy in my work. Well, when you now. say helping her finish school, you mean like doing her algebra homework and stuff? No, I'm just it's more I'm more encouraging her to finish finish school rather than you know just oh more, rather than get married and drop out. Yeah. Can you get married and still be in high school? I think you could. I think I think so. Um, Mike. Yeah. So, what is your question exactly? I, I'm just kind of looking for some advice on that because I, I really don't know what to expect. And uh, About being a father. Yeah. And I, I have one question for Drew, is that I also have uh, high blood pressure. I've had it since I was 17. You, you need to get that worked up oh, very carefully. I've, I've been working on it. I'm no, on no. medication, but I'm wondering maybe if it... No, not working on it. You need to get it evaluated. Hypertension, high blood pressure in somebody your age is usually uh, from a specific cause, like renal artery stenosis or a tumor of the adrenal glands, things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, have you been through a complete workup? I've uh, my I've had my uh, kidneys and ultrasounds and some quite a bit of blood work done. Okay, all right, that's very unusual. Yeah. Okay, so and that has nothing to do with anxiety or anything like that. That is, that yeah. is like saying a fever is due to anxiety. Your body is miscommunicating the uh -huh. set point for blood pressure, and it has to, you have to have right. medication to bring it back. Mike. Down. Yeah. So you got a job? Yes, sir. All right. You love uh, your uh, unborn child. And you love your wife or your unborn wife, right? Uh -huh. You love your potential wife and your unborn child, right? Your life is going to become secondary now. You're going to now be about creating a stable family and uh, loving this child and raising it. And okay. go, move ahead with that. Okay. Make plans for that. Right. Can, I, can I say objectively that I'd like to congratulate you how great that is? And I think that your children will benefit, or your child will definitely benefit from having such a young uh, two parents. And I think that uh, as long as you keep your head and stay with her, that'd be really cool. Wow. Good luck. That'd I appreciate that. That's very encouraging. Yeah. Take so care, fun. Mike. Thank you. Thank you for the fun. All right. Gavin is supposed to leave. I, I always hate that. And I always feel it's my job to uh, at least ask if you'd like to stay another break, even though I can see everyone pissed off in the other room. <laughs> oh, Rob, where, where are you I, going? You know, the funny thing is, is that Please. I'm in a band. I, never, I, I don't understand the show, really. I mean, I, I enjoy coming here, but... It's like you go, Gavin, and he got this deconstructed CD, and it's really, you know, and then it's like someone's got a huge life problem, and we just kind of dispatch them after like four minutes. Well, they look up to you, and they appreciate whatever no, input they need to speak uh, you to can me. put they in. Need, I need to write songs for them, and I need to speak to him. Okay. In fact, you don't even need to be here. All right. <laughs> 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 yeah, but the problem is, is I can't write songs, so I have to be here. Believe me, if I could write a damn song, I'd, I'd go. I'd be out of here these at this people, break. These, yeah, whatever. It's, All right. Well, then we'll we'll let you go. Streets, it's yeah. just uh, I I felt it was my job to ask. Oh. Uh, thank you very much for coming out. We do appreciate yeah, it. It's my pleasure. You know, it's we're right. we're going to break, and uh, we'll give a plug for the CD when we get back. <laughs> Forces of Nature Medicine, world's only FDA registered and certified organic medicine, helps me sleep. I got the little. Oh, here it is. Ooh. I'm smell this. Oh, I love this. A couple little dabs on my forehead. I don't want to do it now. Put a couple drops, rubbing it in the forehead. I'll just put a couple drops on the pillow. Ooh, smell that. Smell that. Forcesofnaturemedicine.com forward slash Adam. Sleep issues, migraines, acne, scars, hemorrhoids, herpes, all the, all the good stuff. Can I tell you something? Christy actually used this for her migraine headache just the other day. And now she's just a little bit skeptical. Is this this? this it's these drops you rub on your temples. She's like, that totally worked. Like, it didn't like, it wasn't a miracle cure. It was like, that made my migraine like 80% gone. It was, it was the, one of the best things she's ever tried for it. 
forces, thank her and thank yeah. you, forcesofnaturemedicine.com forward slash Adam. Whatever, uh, go on, check out their website. Check out uh, the fact that uh, only FDA registered certified organic medicine. Uh, good stuff. And again, put a couple drops on the pillow and just take it in all night. No risk, by the way, shopping, by the way, forcesofnaturemedicine.com forward slash Adam. Try it out. There's no risk. Go to the website. Check it out. See if it's for you. Hey, this is Love Live. Running a little bit late for a 10-second break. So, without any further ado, we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Love Live on Radio Station. Ninety-eight KUPD Tempe Phoenix. It is a love line. I'm Adam Carroll. That is Dr. Drew. Gavin has left the building, and um, uh, quite a gentleman. Never met him before, but um, nice guy, intelligent guy. No, I wasn't. It seemed uh, seemed to be. Sure. Yeah. Kind of disappointed. Why? I was hoping he'd be less caring. You wanted not to like him. No, but I like that. Um, no, I wasn't hoping not to like him. Well, sometimes, you know. Well, actually. You're jealous. You want not to like somebody. Every, uh, just about everybody I have uh, deemed an a-hole that I haven't met yet, and then I do end up meeting. Turns out to be a nice guy. Turns out to be a nice guy. But here's how I work. I base my like on somebody based on uh, their like of me. <laughs> Meaning, if uh, Idi Amin was like a big Loveline fan. You'd be into him. Ah, it's an honor to meet you, Big Daddy. Uh, wow. I don't know how many of your uh, countrymen you've killed, but uh, thanks. If you ever like to come down to the studio and sit in, it would be our pleasure. Oh. That's uh, that's how I am. Oh. I've uh, had, just through oh. being a uh, quasi-minor celebrity, had a chance to run up against a person or two. Um, I was telling that uh, somebody said, uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres loves me. Right. And... Uh, I didn't like Ellen DeGeneres yeah, you much. I, I didn't. Uh, I thought this whole uh, you know lesbian thing was uh, a bit of a ploy to draw attention to the show and got blown out of proportion, so on and so forth. Big Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> fan now. Absolutely. You're, you're uh, joining now and no lesbian. There's a uh, actor named uh, Jeremy Piven. Uh, Jeremy is one of these guys where. You may not know the name, but you've seen him a thousand times. He's uh, he's sort of good-looking, sort of short, sort of interesting-looking, a little bit, a uh, little bit thinning of the hair, but a but a guy who he's in Larry Sanders regularly. He was in Judgment Night when I worked on that uh, Emilio Estevez uh, Dennis Leary movie about five years ago. I wasn't doing, I wasn't working on it. I was standing on it. I was uh, standing, but he was in it. I deemed him an a-hole. I always thought he was an a-hole, and he always plays like a conniving a-hole. I ran into him like a week and a half ago in the men's room of uh, some pub. He walked right up to me and just told me what a, a huge fan he was of the show, and uh, I immediately went, what a great guy this guy is. <laughs> He's a tremendous individual. I love this man now. Okay. I'm so easily swayed that way. Okay. Isn't that kind of pathetic? Yeah, that really is. Okay. It really is. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got to develop some some I, level depth in your character somewhere. I have a really no like personal or convictions integrity. at all no or integrity, integrity yeah. at all. And absolutely not. It just blows like the wind. Well, everybody knows what to do when they come in here. Yeah, Bassett. Yeah, you're, you're it, 22. Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. I've been a long time listener and uh, first time caller. And um, anyways, um, 
I was just wondering if I masturbate too much. I masturbate about four to five times a day. Mm-hmm. How's your, uh, uh, do you have to uh, sort of pry your fingers apart, like before you shake hands? No, no, no. I usually uh, wash before doing that. Yeah, I, I, I just meant, anything else. I didn't mean because they were stuck together. I just meant because they've taken the, the form or shape of your penis for so long that you'd have difficulty straightening your I fingers out. I have trouble up. finding time in my day to go to the bathroom. Oh, please. No, you don't have to masturbate in the bathroom, Drew. No, no, you can do it in the car. You can, is that what you're saying? Well, I was just wondering when people find the time to do this kind of thing. You didn't get my joke at all. I did. I got oh. it. But I actually was. <laughs> it's still... not, no acknowledgement of comedy no. whatsoever. Well, that's it's not funny. Yeah. That's a beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the thing is, I started doing this. Um, actually, I just started masturbating about, I'd say, a year, year and a or maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, I was just uh, getting off the Thin Fin plan, and um, I lost some weight. And uh, then I just started doing that, so yeah. I don't know. Well, your doctor told you to get plenty of exercise and uh, well. eat right. All right, listen, is it interfering with other aspects of your life? Not really. All right. It, just, it does is, take up a little bit of time every day. Well, are, are there other aspects of your life? That's a good question. <laughs> well, I do work, and uh, uh, I'm also still taking a little bit of uh, school, but other mm -hmm. than that. Junior college? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, really? Extension. Yeah, four years. Extension? No, no. Four year? Yeah, it's a four year school. Mm, I'll go with uh, state school. Well, it's. Uh, it doesn't it's sound like you. School. It's a little bit better than. You see? Yeah. Which school? Oh, well, I go to UC Davis. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, Bassett sounds like um, the uh, uh, doctor from Lost in Space. Wow, I <laughs> see. <laughs> What's his name? What's that guy? Mr. Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith. All right, Bassett. Yes. Why don't you see if you could discipline yourself to, let's say, 15 times a week? That means twice a day, and then you get the one um, bonus day. Surprise whack. Yeah. You throw it in at any time, a redeemable anywhere. <laughs> Please, true. You don't have time in your day to masturbate. I could masturbate while I'm running up a flight of stairs, I could squeeze one off. <laughs> Are you kidding? Time in your day. Don't give me that crap. You know I'm right. It's true when you get tired and you get strung out and you get a little frazzled and you get a little busy. Now you still want to masturbate. I was, I was going in a direction there, but then I caught myself. It it, uh, it depends how elaborate you get. If you get in the videos and fast-forwarding or rewinding, you know, all that kind of stuff, it can take time. But, uh, Drew, you know you can squeeze one off in the shower if you need to. Richard. Yes. You're 28. Yes. And a question for Dr. Drew. Richard. Um, it's a condom question. Uh, lately, the past three or four months, I've had an irritation from, from the condom. It's more like, kind of like a dry skin type of thing. Uh -huh. And I, I only see my girlfriend on the weekends. And during the week, it'll, it'll go away. And I, I work in, at a hospital in surgery, so we're, you know, gloves, latex gloves and things. I just thought maybe this is a latex allergy. And my question was, can it affect just a certain part of your body? Well, the, the skin down in the genitals is more sensitive. And I suppose if you had a mild allergy, it would be more likely to react there. Uh, However, Not our last callers. His is like the belly of a lizard. However, are you going anywhere else with that? No, that's. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm good. done with my comedy. Uh, thank thank you. you for waiting and drawing attention to it. Uh, but that's not usually the case. I mean, people have latex allergies. It's usually fairly exuberant. 
So I, you almost wonder if it's just some sort of a mechanical or maybe even a contact dermat. I'm not sure what it would be. I mean, it's it's the same brand that I've used for you know years. Why don't you try? Brand, why don't you try animal skin condom? You're not you're not worried about safe sex, are you? Or are you? Well, um, as far as just pregnancy, just you were using it for contraception, right? Right, Only. correct. And there's no, and neither of you have any special risks. Not that I'm aware of, no. No, I mean, I, it seems reasonable to try animal skin condom to see if that, that causes the same problem or not. Just as an experiment, at least, since your risk of uh, STDs is fairly low. Where do they get the animal uh, condoms? Is that out of a sheep? Yeah, I think so. And is that out of like the intestinal something tract like or something? Yeah. yeah. So in a way, it's like you've had sex with an animal when you use one of those condoms, and in in a, in a small way, it, it imp implies a that animal. you have your penis has been inside an animal, yes. essentially, yes. Yes. a dead animal, yes. which is <laughs> which is even worse, really. Yeah. You're you're a uh, you're a uh, uh, pedophiliac or something, yeah. or necrophilia, bestial, necrobestophilia, necrobestophilia, necro Okay. You tired, right. man? You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Right. What do you want? I don't know. I you want like, nonstop? I feel like bugging you. All right. No, you just, you just seem vulnerable, and I had to go after it. All right. Well, I'm here. I'll be back. Maybe not this week, but I'll be back. John? Or is that Joan? I can't see. Joan? Joan? Yeah, Joan. Yeah, Joan, you're 16. Oh, I can't believe I'm on the radio. <laughs> okay. You have a question? Mm-hmm. Um, it's about my height. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm 16. I'm 5'1", and... Um, I, um, I've heard around that there are like some, um, some I don't know pills you can take to like I don't know keep your bones growing or something. Mm -hmm. Where did you hear this? I don't know. Like um, just like you know people talking and I think someone told me that she's going to like a chiropractor to, and getting stretchy like no. slowly. No. Like, no. Yeah. No. A few inches or something. No. I just that's true. That's not true. The pills I believe she's talking about are. Um Shaped like the Flintstones, mm. <laughs> no. and they uh, they're called a multivitamin, and you take those, and uh, then you eat right, and uh, God willing, you grow. I've discovered from my kids they have them now also shaped like uh, Elmo. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. See, I'm not big into the uh, ingest your pal theory. Yeah. Uh, that to me was uh, never an exciting notion. Like it's like those. Uh, you ever see those uh, Mexican butcher shops? And there's Mr. Cow, and he's right. talking to Mr. Pig. And Mrs. Chicken's over here. And I thought, um, as I look up, as I drive by or walk down the sidewalk, I think to myself, I don't want to humanize uh, bacon. You know you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm, I don't want to see a guy like smoking a corn cob pipe, wearing a cabbie hat and an apron uh, around a pig. You know? I like to look at bacon as just bacon. Yeah. I don't even look like as if it comes from a pig. Yeah, yeah. All right, Joan, do you smoke pot? No. Okay. No cigarettes? Uh, hey, Joan, here's the deal with... 5'1". Uh, My parents are 5'2". All right, so All you're, right. you're genetically probably going to be quite short. I know. Uh, there That's are right. certain hormonal disturbances that can be associated with delayed stature or low stature, and certainly it's worthwhile having that checked just to be sure. So there's, like, nothing I can do? But that would be if you had a hormonal deficiency. If all the glands are working normally, if you were to take something mm -hmm. to try to increase the rate of bone growth, what happens is the bone growth plates close and your bones never grow again. So whatever growth there would have been determined there will go through a, a quick spurt and then close and your ultimate height will never be achieved. Here's, so you here, don't want to take Here's the deal, Joan. You're 16, you're 5'1". You're just about at the end. 
You might get another inch out of you. You could say you're five two. You could wear plaits, uh, boots, and pumps. You'd be up around five six, five seven. Normal. Big deal. And besides, uh, you know, there are all these rampway models, or what do I call runway models? Rampway. Whatever. Sure. Between that and the rage and the rave, and I can't figure out anything anymore. But the point is, is there are all these uh, bean poles uh, wearing uh, mini dresses heading down the ramp, and and they look good. Because clothing looks better when you're trying to sell it on someone who's built like a hat rack, essentially. But uh, when it comes to sexing, I think a short woman has the advantage in the sack. What is that? More leverage, more maneuverability, makes your penis look bigger. It really does. Everything is relative, Drew. Look at it this way. I know you, you make fun of this logic, but imagine uh, showing your penis in front of a woman who is nine feet. Uh -huh. She would dwarf your penis. And now? Now you have a five-footer, so just use the well, same logic. Use like a two-footer. That's where you... No, yes. <laughs> Sex with a midget. Think about that. Think about it. Your penis would be as long as her arm, for instance. Oh, Adam, it's just... How gratifying would that be? Oz for you. It's more like Lilliput. <laughs> no, it is Oz. That's right. That's right. All the munchkins. I have sex with all of them. No, I, I like a little woman. I think that's fine. It's tough when they're stocky, but uh, little is fine. That, it, I don't need a woman who's sort of built like a man. It's, uh, it's nice being the bigger one. So, uh, Joan, don't worry about it. You've got much bigger fish to fry than this. And here's the key to life, everybody. Don't spend too much time thinking about stuff that you absolutely can't change. And height definitely falls under that heading. Think about it, Drew. Um, when you're lying on your deathbed at uh, 85 years old, imagine if somebody tallied up all the hours, days, minutes, and years you spent putting concentrated effort into causes that you really had no power over and could not change at all. Thank God most of that occurred between like, the ages of 16 and 26. Right. I'm done with that. I'm now on to ignoring things that I should be worried about, <laughs> such as, uh, uh, you know, uh, like colon cancer and things like that. That's where I'm at now. I'm in my uh, denial phase, and then I'm going to get into my senile denial phase where I deny being senile. Ju uh, Julia, wait a minute. What name is yeah, that? Julia. Is that Julia? Yeah. Julia, you're 14. Yeah, I was just wondering how long do you have to use the pill before it gets effective? Which pill? Um, I'm not sure. One of my friends is asking me about it. Well, most she of them... She to Planned Parenthood, and she's like... Most of them are a month, uh, but the triphasics are pretty much right away. And then I was wondering, like, how effective is a diaphragm? Uh, about the same as a condom. Okay, and what but about... The, the like... diaphragm is supposed to be used, actually, with a condom to be okay. perfectly effective. And, um, does, like, tweak, like, crack and cocaine affect how fertile you are and, like... How often you have your period after you quit? Uh, it could. Did you lose a lot of weight on it? Well, I, no, I didn't do it. But my friend, she like went off it a month ago, mm -hmm. and she's been having sex with her boyfriend a week ago, and she's missed her period. Well, she may so well be pregnant. She's not uh, using any protection. She's like three, two, three days late, and she doesn't know. She used to be really. Fertile and, or I mean, like really regular, and then. Well, was she irregular when she was on the drugs? Yeah, I think so. Or yeah. when she went off, I don't know if it went all crazy because well, it wasn't. She has to though. assume she's pregnant until proven otherwise. That's uh, that's what I do. 
Did you assume you're pregnant? All right, now. That's good. That's why I'm... That's what I said. That's why I've been farting for two. Ah. <laughs> huh. All right. Uh, enough of the lowbrow humor. Uh, Julia, uh, take your friend and uh, get some kind of intervention or something going. I know she's doing drugs. Yeah, she's having mess. unprotected sex. It's a mess. Please, she's 14. Uh, try to talk some sense into her. We should bet on Julia and her friend. 14. Yeah, I'll find someone else to game on. Did you hear about uh, some other kid uh, gave birth to some other kid in a uh, high school bathroom or something and uh, threw the kid in the uh, receptacle? Mm. A lot of that going on, or at least more of it going on. <sighs> so wild. Yeah. Well, you think about it. Well, our society kind of gives them that message that, uh, hey, it's your body, that's yours, it belongs to you. It's, if it's inside your uterus or out, if it's not gone full term, it's your choice to determine what you want to do with it. I think it went full term. Yeah, but the point is, uh, you know, the, sort of the, the philosophy that gets uh, tacitly implied, which is, uh, hey, that's yours. Yeah. You, you could take, they, somebody could pull it out and destroy it, or uh, you could destroy it after it's out by itself. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, if my defense uh, for her would be, uh, if I was her lawyer, I'd be... Uh, my argument would be she planned on turning the um, bathroom into a nursery. She was just going out looking at furniture when uh, someone discovered the child. Actually, you know, whenever you hear about this stuff and everyone gets disgusted, you hear about, I don't know, three or four cases a year of uh, 16-year-old girls uh, dumping the uh, kid in a uh, dumpster. Mm. I think it's relatively low. Well, I'm not you, really appalled at that. I think that's pretty a, good. We have a sort of skewed view of the world. Yeah. Well, when you look at it, it looks like it's happening all the time. Yeah. I mean, you take a look at the uh, in intelligence, the collective intelligence of this country and uh, the, the direction it's heading. You take a look at the amount of teenage pregnancies there are wow. and uh, the amount of bathrooms there are, and you think, uh, hey, not bad. We're doing all right. See? To me, the uh, trash can is half full with babies. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. Drew, it's half empty. Kim. Kim? Yes? What's going on? Hi, am I on? Yes, you're on. Oh my gosh, let me turn down my radio. Mm -hmm. Hi, Gavin. Hi. Hi. Is Gavin all here? Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is this Adam? Yes. Hi, Adam. This Hi. is Adam, yeah. Okay, the thing is, I'm having like this sexual problem with my boyfriend. Okay, um, unless I fantasize and like... Think of kinky stuff. I can't get off. It's kind of weird because I'm like in the male position. This, what, what should I do? You're in the what? I'm like in the hips. Is like in the position a guy should be in. You know. So I was wondering, like, what you thought about that. What I should do? What, what kind of fantasies are we talking about? Like kinky. Like I like to, like to be handcuffed to stuff, and he's like finding it kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that that people that are into sort of S and M's types of uh, orientations usually use that because they need it in order to have for men to have erection and for both male and female to have orgasmic function and they usually defend their behavior by saying hey i'm just into my free thing i'm exploring my own stuff but in fact they're really rigidly bound to this they need it in order to function sexually yeah and another and, thing lately is like to get off it's like i've been having to have him spank me see, kim kim is a great example of this. She, she, she can't like do other things like she's stuck with it. or something to like yeah it, it, pleasure. it's a sign mm. it, in, in, a, in a general sense that sort of falls under the category of fetish Mm. And it's a way of managing a lot of aggressive feelings. And people that were abused, as we know, often have the need for that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So we could have bet had you kept her on the line. But no, uh, I put her on hold. Ah. That's because I was going to gamble on her. All right. 
Smart ass. You want to punch the mic again real quick before we go to break? Thank you. Thank you. Tim? Yes? And we're going to gamble on you. Okay, great. All right. I... All right, hold on. <laughs> you think you're getting abused in the bedroom. <laughs> Where do we start gambling? That's when the real abuse. Uh, believe me, your ass will heal. Your psyche will, will not soon forget uh, the punishment that was dealt out on the Loveline program. I uh, will we'll gamble when we come back from break. Certainly, those who like a little rough love, I, I don't necessarily believe are um, have uh, you know suffered um, uh, uh, a horrible trauma no. at the hands of their parents. Yeah, it's going to look cathartic for you. Yes, yes. Uh, and have, you, you've had I the have... dreams of being beaten with by your mother and grandmother with a scrotum. That was my own scrotum. Though. And those are aggressive dreams. And those it are was not. I dreams. didn't say it was my mother and grandmother. You a hole. You said it was my mother and grandmother. I said it was two hunchy elderly women who approached me in my grandfather's pool. <laughs> All right, we'll be back to gamble. All right, everybody, True Car, you know how much I love these guys and their app. I spend uh, a lot of time on it, and it's a way to see exactly what's going on in your area. Pick a car, learn about the cars, and see what people are paying for the very car, the exact car you want. You know, there was previous ways to buy cars. You went and hang out on a lot. Now technology evolves. Everything evolves. Buying cars evolves. It advances. It makes sense that there's a new and better way to buy a car. Well, that's now called True Car. The True Car app is special, unique. Their certified dealer network is unsurpassed. They partnered with over 10,000 True Car certified dealers that believe in a new way to buy a car. It's hassle-free. It's easy. It's fun. Use the True Car app. You can get guaranteed savings. True Car certified dealers will honor the savings that are guaranteed and locked in at True Car on your True Car app. It is that simple. True Car and True Car Certified Dealers. And using True Car Certified Dealers, you will save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. No headaches, no hassle. It's fun. And if you don't even want to buy a car, you just want to learn about it, check out the app. Two million cars sold through True Car Certified Dealer Network, and you will work directly with the certified dealer contact. It is easy. It's evolved. It's technology. It's made simple. It's about time. Hey, it is Loveline. I'm Adam Corolla. That is Dr. Drew. Gavin from Bush has uh, left the building, and the uh, name of the uh, CD is uh, Deconstructed. That is a remix of a uh, bunch of Bush songs, and uh, one of them will uh, be on the American Werewolf in Paris CD. Oh, yeah, we're going to uh, gamble. That's right. Who was that? Was that Kim? Uh, Kim? Yeah. Yeah, all right, so let me check in with Kim. Kim? Yeah, okay. Okay, so... Your uh, your situation is is that you and your boyfriend are getting into some um, rough love, yeah, and uh, you're finding it um, more difficult to orgasm without it. I feel like an elation of a mixture of sad. All right, that's enough. <laughs> okay, I think I summed it up. So, would you like to gamble on Kim's past? Yeah, you start. She, she likes to spank it. You start. Um, I don't think there was uh, any overt sexual abuse or anything of that nature in her family. I don't think there was any uh, beatings or alcoholism. I am going to go with a strong religious background. Not like her fa you know, parents were both in the church or something, but eh, just uh, some religion in there. And um, feels uh, naughty. Uh, for having sex and uh, wants to be flogged during it. 
uh, as I get deeper into this hypothesis, uh, it sounds worse. Good. But I'm going with it anyway. Uh, what the hell? I, I, I'm going to agree with you. There was not overt abuse here, but that mom was somehow really either unavailable or disappointing to her in terms of her capacity to be empathic and an available mm. parent. So is your mom, so is my mom, please. You can't come up there. It's a hard one, yeah. It's, it's going to be something like that. It's hard one to put hand your finger on. But mm -hmm. no, that's what you're going that's with? That's what I'm going with. Uh, hates mom? Come on. N doesn't believe that she hates her, but uh, mom really let her down. <sighs> Drew, it's, really it's hard very to get up, but it's uh, esoteric. Like it is Hello? Kim? Yeah, Drew is mostly right there, no. and also, Jesus. since the age of 11, my father's been kind of absent. We weren't very religious, but he was also manic-depressive, so when uh, he was here, we, like, chaos. I kind of saw a lot of fighting, more yeah. abuse towards my mother, like, verbal, and now it's, like, it's more gone into verbal abuse towards me that my mother's projected upon me, so. Do you, do anyone believe in God at all? Well, yeah, but we weren't, like, overtly religious. Uh -huh. Hold on, Drew. Don't put that in there yet. Um, so how do you feel about your mom? Right now, we really don't get along. Like mm -hmm. Drew said, she's not really emotionally available to me. Mm -hmm. It's like she tries to be, but then she always ends up putting me down. So mm -hmm. so she's kind of controlling that yeah, way. Yeah, and she, like, for my behavior, my sexual behavior, even though I've been with this guy for over a year, she still, like, thinks of me as a slut. For sleeping with him, and also I have a two-year-old. Yeah, there's probably like the the forty-five guys before him, maybe. No, no. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. Okay, you have she a two-year-old son. I have yeah. a two and a half-year-old son from a previous relationship. Mm -hmm. So she's probably like, oh, you should have learned your lesson. You shouldn't be having sex anymore unless you're married. Mm -hmm. But that's uh, you know, that's, your that's way. Not well, so you're not working, or so your mom's not a religious woman. Not. Not very religious. She just doesn't think you should be having sex before you get married. That's not a well, religious thing she, anymore. She has done it, but you know what's what's good for her isn't necessarily good for me. You know. Mm. All right. So uh, where the hell are we now, Drew? Mom let her down. What I said. All right. Like everyone's mom lets them down, or they wouldn't be so calling. By, like me wanting to be spanked and punished. I, I think that what this, the present day stuff you're experiencing is only. Uh, sort of a, a small version of the failure that occurred when you were a lot younger when you really needed an available mom and she still couldn't deliver then. <laughs> she's married to a manic depressive. He was chaotic. She's unavailable. She's got some something going on that she can't be. Uh, she can't be emotionally uh, connected with you and she was not that way when you really needed as a young child and that's where the big problem was, I think. Well, you look at it this way. Um, Sex is uh, can be a very intimate act, or it can be a very mechanical, athletic well, act. It's where, and, it's where all of all right, our. But, but let me. Yeah, go ahead. Jesus right. Yes, Christ. yes, yes. Go ahead. Yes, your royal highness. What I'm saying is, is when you're actually being uh, swatted about the ass, uh, there could be nothing less intimate or right. loving. That's right. Than that. I That's mean, right. it, it, what what you're doing is, is you're saying. Okay, I'm going to have sex, which could potentially become very intimate. Yes. So the way we'll keep it from becoming very intimate is you just beat my ass. We'll keep it aggressive, yeah. Uh, call me bitch, uh, beat my ass, uh, tug on my hair, and uh, I'll scream, uh, I'll, I'll scream uh, I love it, and, uh, and um, you know, uh, you can uh, kick me uh, with the, your uh, toe of your boot. Uh, Engineer Mike, put that on a cart, please. And <laughs> Please. <laughs> thank you. It's too bad we don't have that capacity here at Westwood, too. Um, 
And so that takes the intimacy out of it, and there's no chance it'll be intimate. And, and also I, is, you know, all of our most primitive kinds of emotional experiences get all wrapped into the intimate physical encounter. And any remnant aggressive feelings are also right there at the surface. Right. And they have to be managed during the, the intimate act. And they some people need this sort of stuff, like S&M, to, to manage it. Yeah. Or it becomes overwhelming and they can't function. And she said, I can't get, she says, I can't get off. Well, that's why not. Yeah. So you guys never had that problem. Isabel? Hello? You're 23. Um, yeah. Um, well, you know how earlier, um, Dr. Well, by the way, I, I totally love the show. I'm, <laughs> I'm totally rabid about the show. But anyway, Dr. Drew mentioned, like, this guy thought he might have an allergy to latex. And so... He's, so he's in a monogamous relationship. He's she she's a virgin. He's had one partner and is at no risk for any sexually transmitted no, disease. No, wrong call. And no symptoms. Wrong call. Because like I I guess I'm not really yeah, mixing that, two calls. That's okay. the one where I said try try the animal skin. Right, I know. He didn't say that. Uh, yeah. He he was in a monogamous relationship. Right. I, I the virgin was the 16 year old uh, with the 16 year old who was trying sex out. There was another condom call, I believe. Early in the show. Okay, yeah. But um, I just, I guess I don't have a really high opinion of people. So, like, if if somebody like Dr. Drew says lambskin, they're not very... Uh-oh. There's <laughs> more gambling going on, Isabel. <laughs> I just... Jesus, I just, Drew's going for that wallet. So what? <laughs> He must be. Uh, well, have a, uh, must be doing his Christmas shopping this huh? weekend or something. He's going to bilk me for all in one. Um, but I just think that people like if if somebody says like if if they can possibly make um, um, not make an excuse, but like say, well, I'm going to use this because you know it might not protect me all the way, but it sounds kind of okay. They'll just. They'll just do that instead of thinking, well, you know, maybe, like, my girlfriend's not that faithful. Mm. But they don't, I don't Hold know. Hold on a second. Like, Is, Isabel? Yeah? Here's what I want you to do. Yeah? I want you to get a uh, pad and pencil. Yeah? And I want you to write down what it is that you'd like to express tonight here on Loveline. Okay, well, And I guess meanwhile, we're going to gamble on you. Okay? Okay, I have other questions. Though. All right, well, write those down, too. I write, okay, I wrote the uh, other questions. That'll yeah. be, uh, we'll, we'll do, um... Uh, heading will be A, and there'll be a, like a subheading, like <laughs> okay. like uh, 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 it'll be number one, and then there'll be A, B, and C in the number one group, and then we'll go on to number two, and okay. there'll be A, B, and C, and so forth, okay, uh, so forth. Okay. Yeah. All right. So hang on. Okay. And I know you have a comment about condoms. No, my my only comment is this: I just wish that nobody um, advocate anything, but. The, the things that will prevent HIV transmission. Right, but who cares? They're okay, monogamous. Okay, well, that's one. And point. he's got a. He may be allergic to the thing that prevents it. Okay, so that. Okay, so I agree with you on that point. I just. I wanted. Actually, I didn't want to go like on the air, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I was told this is the only way I could register my comment. All right. So, but, but I have other questions for you. Okay. okay well, can hold, I ask them now? Hold on, and Drew, you want to gamble? Let's get the questions out. Okay. What's your other questions? Okay. I was wondering if um, um, if you guys have other creative outputs. Each of us? Yeah. Drew's not creative. 
okay. Through, uh, Drew's only other creative output is sticking elbow macaroni to the side of a Campbell soup can and then spray painting it gold and putting yarn around it. Uh-huh. And then he puts number two pencils in it. Well, <laughs> that can be useful for something. Whereas I'm a uh, philosopher, uh-huh. a uh, composer, uh-huh. a uh, author, uh-huh. a, uh, a, a lover. <laughs> of myself. What do you? What do you? What are you, what are you? What are you asking? No, I just wanted to know. No, I, I I write a few things, come up with an idea here or there. Uh, we you know, we both kind of worked on a written thing. I study music. You like music? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's are up with? You, are either of you into the graphic arts? No. no. Okay. I can't draw for. Uh, <laughs> I can't write my name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Isabel. Yes. Do you want to gamble on Isabel? What's up with you and the whole AIDS thing, Isabel? Well, no, the trust thing. All right, what's up? Ooh, hold on a second. Should okay, uh, Dad cheated on Mom. No, not enough. Not enough? Keep going. Uh, that, that's just what I'm going with. All right, Dad uh, beat the crap out of Mom and then cheated on Mom and uh, maybe uh, Ooh. knocked Isabel around a little bit, too. Ooh, really? All right, maybe a chance to make my dollar back. Isabel? Yeah? What about your dad? Um, he didn't. He didn't beat anybody. Mm-hmm. But did he cheat anybody? No. But mm-hmm. but but he's kind of annoying. Where is he? Um, in the house. Is he still with mom? Huh? Still. Yeah. You, you have a good relationship with him. Um, I'm just like him, so it's kind of like oh, mutual irritation. Did uh, Did he ever raise a hand to you in anger? Well, I mean, Uh-oh. I mean, hey, God. Damn it, Drew, don't touch that money. I don't know if but he, like, I mean, he spanked me once. Once. It was kind of annoying. But okay, annoying. Not, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's, like, kind of... Well, what have, what have people done to you to have you be so uh, pessimistic and fearful of trusting individuals, other people? I I don't know. I, I think, I don't know, I, I, I was a pretty happy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Did somebody hurt you recently or something? No, I've never had like a negative boyfriend experience or anything. You ever had a boyfriend experience? Yeah, okay. I've had two boyfriends. Uh huh. You work? You, 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 yeah. You productive? I'm. I might not be productive, but I, I have a job. Okay. Uh, I'm done. Uh, plumbing the depths uh, of Isabel. I don't know what's going on with her, but there's something going on with her. I can't quite figure out what it is. Uh, I didn't want to gamble on her, but uh, that was Drew's take. Yeah, I just want to sell this call. Scott? Yeah. You're 19? Yep. How you guys doing? Your uh, ex-girlfriend is coming to town. Yeah. You want to know how to deal with that? Well, she moved to California this summer. Mm-hmm. And she's coming back. I see. Okay. I don't deem that as, a, as an exciting call at all. His girlfriend's moved back into the state. Uh, oh, boy. Stop the presses. Look out. Ex-girlfriend. Oh, ex-girlfriend. I have ten ex-girlfriends that live uh, probably within ten miles of me, and uh, nobody cares. Richie. Yeah. You're 25. Uh, 24. Right. Oh, who cares? What do you want? Cares. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend, she's been getting into um, S&M recently. Mm-hmm. Um, first, you start off with, like, spanking and handcuffs and stuff like that. Right. And then she... Called you into the room? Right? No. Yeah. All right. Now she wants to get into the uh, asphyxiation. You know, I can say asphyxiation, but I can't read asphyxiation without mispronouncing it. Yeah. She wants to strangle you? 
No, she wants me to do it to her. She okay. about it on the Internet. All right, this is good. She, Hold on. Thank God we're living in a day where people can uh, spread dangerous uh, sexual propaganda in a uh, blink of an eye across the country uh, and the world. All right, Richie, this is something we should get into, and we will when we come back. Podcast1.com presents Murder Rap with your host, Lee Savage. Do you know which major rap mogul participated in the Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls murders? We do, and we've got proof. From the same guys who brought you straight out of Compton, check out our podcast special at podcast1.com. That's podcastone.com. All right. No longer going to say anything bad about anybody who could uh, potentially shape my career. That's my uh, new policy. Long talk with the manager today. And, uh, gotcha. Promise not to talk. <laughs> say anything bad about, uh, no, nah, I don't think you guys should shape my career. Anyway, uh, phone number for Loveline. Ah, oh, screw you with the phone number. Show's almost over. Richie. Yeah. Okay, you're 25. 24. Oh, yeah. We had to go with this again. Uh, all right. <laughs> no. Uh, he laughed at the end. Yes. That's going to get him back on the line. All right, Richie. Uh -huh. You're uh, 23. Four. Six. Yes, there you go. Anyway. Your girlfriend wants you to strangle her uh -huh. during the act of lovemaking. Yeah. Or hate-making. That's what she needs. That's heavy, man. Hey, um, hey Drew. Hmm? What if somebody threw an orgy and nobody showed up? <laughs> you remember that sticker? Yes. Yeah. Man, sometimes I don't. I don't know you when you talk. No, like that's that. good acting. <laughs> hey, Richie. Uh, here's the potential trouble I see. Her dead. Her dead. Uh, your uh, grubby, greasy paw prints all over her neck, and a unsympathetic uh, black jury. <laughs> it's just. Are you, you know, white? Look. No, they, you going uh, up the river. If you strangle someone, even if they ask you to strangle them uh, during the lovemaking and uh, they somehow, uh, you know, swallow their tongue and die, I think you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Oh, okay. I don't want to do it, but my problem is I really, I, I really love her. Well, you're not going to change these sorts of preoccupations very easily. I mean, and if she goes on and... If, if she does these things in her life and we're not together someday and she still wants to do these things, look at the danger that's going to face her. Mm. And I just I, I'm here right. for her. You want to bet on Richie or bet on the girlfriend? Oh, boy. Hey, we could really open a casino in Richie's living room. Yeah. Gambling on the parents, on Richie, on the girlfriend. Richie, what's going on with you? What do you mean? Why, well, why are you the way you are? Why are you so overly preoccupied with her that you have, uh, you've chosen a person who's got sort of uh, evidence of history of a disturbed upbringing? Well, this hasn't, this really hasn't surfaced until recently. Yeah, and, and yes, it has. It doesn't matter. You should yeah. see these things. Yeah, and now the, now the preoccupation which is protecting her from herself for the rest of her life, that you're, go you're going to go swoop in and protect her. What's that all about? I, I just... Who else in your I, life have you... I've, I've 
I've been with several other people, but this is the only girl I've ever felt that I really connected with and I really wanted to be with. Who else in your life, life have you been responsible for? Hmm? Who else in your life have you been responsible for? I, I guess my little sister. And why was that? My parents broke up and got divorced. And what was that breakup like? It was really bad. Violent? No, it wasn't violent. My, well, my dad cheated on my mom. Mm-hmm. And so, so this is an, another... This is me protecting her like I'm protecting myself. Right. Hey, you know what they call that? What? A breakthrough. Uh-huh. All right, Richie. Uh, I don't believe he had a breakthrough. He's known this for some time. And well, just going on autopilot. But I, but I still love her. Hey, I listen. You, no matter hey, she still likes having... Uh, she still wants asphyxiation. Doesn't make it a good thing. Okay. So, you love her. You're with her. She wants to be strangled uh, during lovemaking. You don't want to do it. Work it out. See if you can... Uh, see if you can quench that uh, some other you, way. I, I doubt. I just. I, this is a not, just such an unhealthy situation. It didn't sound good. No. No. Richie didn't sound good, and um, I hadn't spoke to his girlfriend, but um, I'm picturing her in my mind's eye now, and it uh, it ain't pretty. Rob. Hey, how you doing? You're 25. 25. Oh, thank God. What's going on? Well, I'm calling uh, from Santa Monica, getting ready for um, law school finals. Oh, boy. And uh, a few of my study partners drove down to Mexico. Is it true? But you're from Boston originally. Yes, how'd you guess? Yeah, your partners. <laughs> Is it true uh, in the law school finals they just have um, eight uh, poor, hardworking people uh, bend over and drop their pants, and you have to sodomize at least six of them in a 15-minute period? Well, that'd be a heck of a final. I'd like to take that one. I thought that I, I never went to law school, but that's uh, that's what I'd imagine uh, what, what went on. What kind of law are you going to get into, Rob? I don't know, uh, Drew. Maybe uh, medical malpractice. Good. Fantastic. What do you think? Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need more reasons for doctors to stand around and watch people die. <laughs> Actually, most of that now I think is going to get directed to the HMOs, not so much as the physician. Oh, that's great. Well, bigger pockets. But anyway, my question has to do with uh, a couple guys in my study group going down to Mexico and picking up uh, prescription drugs that are uh, prescription in the United States but not in Mexico, uh, usually prescribed for ADD. Ritalin? Uh, Ritalin, yes, and uh, snorting it, using it as a study aid. I'm wondering... Yeah. Uh, that's how people get hooked on speed. That's, that, 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 that's, on that's speed? one of the more common ways. Most people who get, get strung out on speed start using it for functional reasons. They use it because they're driving a truck at night or they are studying and they're at Caltech or they're in law school and if they have a family history of alcoholism, they very quickly get strung out. And that's what Ritalin is, is speed? Oh, yeah. It's amphetamine. And what can you expect uh, in the short and long term? Any, any side effects? Well, it depends on the dose they're taking. I'm crashing down. Are there uh, any, oh, yeah. uh, do they have laws in Mexico at all? I mean, is there, I, I, know, I, I know they have posted speed limits. Although it's in kilometers, but uh, other than that, do they have laws in that country? There just don't seem to be any regulations. Like if you got a roll of twenties, I I think you're pretty much a governor of whatever town you're in. Do they have an FDA over there, Drew? No, not, nothing like we have here. Do they have like regulations and stuff? They must have something in terms of the products that are put on the shelves, but they their shelves they just sit on the shelves. You go down and buy them. But you, you go down to Tijuana, it's like, well, I'm going to stop off buy a sack of M80s. Uh, then I'm going down the street and buy myself some tequila. Then I'm going to buy some uh, speed. Uh, some speed and uh, give myself uh, a couple of hookers, uh, underage hookers. 
and uh, I'm going to buy myself uh, some uh, 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 some uh, you know rhino horn that's been ground up, and uh, then I'm going to the beach and uh, I'm going to light them, uh, f them, and uh, drink them. And it doesn't seem to be a problem with that. When when I went when I used to go to uh, Baja, yeah, we used to ride in the back of a pickup truck out to Baja, and it gets real desolate out there. Uh, sitting on a cooler beer, drinking beer in the middle of the day, and throwing uh, M80s at the guy who's following behind us uh, in his truck while he's swerving uh, out of the way, a little bit of a uh, convoy. Now, I imagine that might be illegal, but I, I, I don't know. I think if you got 20 bucks, you can get away with it. So, uh, again, it depends on how much you use. There is concern about amphetamines in general causing permanent disturbances of brain anatomy and uh, localized biochemical function, but... As you know, Ritalin is a drug that's prescribed very frequently and in therapeutic doses doesn't seem to have any long-term effects. So the most significant ill effect I worry about people that mess around with these things is addiction. These are drugs that can cause high blood pressure and heart rhythm disturbances, and if your friends have any sort of uh, unknown uh, cardiac or, or uh, vascular disorders that they don't know about, uh, it could cause catastrophe. Ah, uh, what's a few more dead lawyers? Come on, Drew. You know you love it. When I was, uh, we'd, we'd then be camping on the beach in, uh, like, Ensenada, or uh, a little deeper, actually, in the Baja, and we'd have uh, hundreds of M80s and these bottle rockets that were the size of, the stick for the bottle rocket was the size of, like, a mop handle, and you just, we started taking the M80s and duct taping them to the bottle rockets and twisting the fuses together and, you know, launching them out onto the, o over the ocean, and you just do whatever you want, you know, lighting them with a cigar, but... Anyway, after a good day of drinking and M80 lighting, I noticed my uh, prize sombrero uh, about 20 feet away from me when one of the guys pointed it out. Uh, what's the hat doing over there in the sand? Oh, oh no. uh, geez, how'd that get over there? I started walking toward it. It blew up! <laughs> Son of a bitch uh, put like an M200 uh, under my sombrero, and it just, like a cartoon, just blew a smoky crater right through the top of it, and I wore this sombrero around like a like a cartoon when a guy you know eats too much hot sauce or something. Just a big blackened uh, uh, crater shot through the top of my, my beautiful sombrero. David, hi. Hey, you're 16. Yeah, I have like this problem because my girlfriend she likes to have sex a lot. Right. And we're having like six safe sex. Mm-hmm. Like she's. She's on the pill. I'm using condoms, and she's using diaphragms. Oh, what? She's on the pill. Why are you doing all three? Yeah, you've got like 40 pounds worth of contraceptive uh, on you. I think if, if she's using the pill properly, I think cutting the diaphragm out is probably... It's, we just like to be safe. All right. Mm -hmm. But, well, she likes to have sex a lot. We don't always use all three. Yeah. Sometimes she just does that. She has, like, these little benches. Mm-hmm. And, well... It, it doesn't work for me. I don't know what to do. What I, doesn't work? Having sex that many times a day. Like, sometimes she has a three or four, sometimes five or six, seven or eight. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Oh, my God. I, Could you imagine uh, being in high school? Uh, I got laid seven times uh, the night before. Like, you're trying to fill out some of the number two pencil, and your hand just starts uh, going into a, uh, tremors and uh, just, like, slides off the off the desk. Oh, my God. Well... It, it doesn't work for me though, because right. she gets it up too many times. I can't do it. What are you? Uh, what are you good for? Uh, a week? Like a week, maybe once or twice a day, and that's like it. Right. 
Jeez. Uh, what do you think's up with her with this? Uh, I don't know what's up, up with her. Uh, she seem peculiar in any other ways? Not really. Hmm. She's uh, boy really enjoying herself. Uh, how long have you guys been having well, sex? Been going out about a year and a half. How long have you been having sex? Uh, about the past six months, seven months. Mm-hmm. And it's been like this ever since it started. Jesus, this kid has gotten laid uh, more than I have ever. Uh, yeah, his tenth uh, grade year, uh, he got laid more than I have. I'm 33 years old. <laughs> Jesus, I was just wondering what you guys think I should do. Well, we're just concerned with her sort of emotional status and uh, why she feels the need to act out so compulsively. And in our experience, people that do this are either sexual addicts, in which case there there are things available for treating that, and uh, a family history of alcoholism is the most common reason for that. Or it's an acting out, some sort of sexual compulsion that often comes after sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. And so we wonder about, that's why Adam was asking if she'd been peculiar, what's her history all about. And in either case, she should probably have some professional evaluation. Tell, her, sound right. uh, tell her sometimes you just need to be held when she uh, comes on to you that way and that you're not a piece of meat. Uh, David, you just need to talk to her. Tell her Drew said uh, this seemed a little excessive and uh, he wonders if, if she's not compensating for uh, yeah, something and else. Yeah, see if she can all come right, back. We're going to break. time for this to happen because uh, we're on a show. I want to thank Gavin for uh, coming in from Motion Night and uh, being a being a sport and hanging out and talking to all, all his fans. Do we have anybody yeah. tomorrow? Mm, no. Tomorrow, tomorrow we have the ghost of Christmas past. And uh, John Hyatt, my idol. Sunday? Sunday uh, no, Thursday. Tomorrow? A week from tomorrow. Uh, uh. Yes, I'm very excited about this. Cool. The reason I got into radio was... Uh, uh, well, actually, try to get chicks. Uh, who's but, John Hyatt? Uh, a distant second was John Hyatt. I John, have been working on this one forever. And, and did it. John Hyatt, in, oh. in my estimation, is the uh, best uh, songwriter of uh, the last uh, 20 years. Okay. Uh, quite, hands thank, down. Thank and you, you will be a fan uh, after you meet him next week as well. All right. So uh, until next time, this is Adam Crowley for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.